Hi, I'm Rebecca Stark. And I'm Kate Smith. And welcome to the second episode of Speak Rose Gold, the podcast. Today on our show, we're going to talk about how to boss up without becoming the B word. The B word. The B word. The B word. This yeah. episode is pretty personal for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just here for her to talk to someone so she doesn't have to talk to herself. It's fine. <laughs> um, so first, I do want to thank everybody. If you listen to our first podcast, if you're here listening to this one, thank you so, so much for all the support. Um, we had more than two downloads and almost peed our pants. <laughs> <laughs> the, literally, like this is just so fun for us, and we cannot wait to see where this takes us. And we know that with your support, it, it goes a long way. So thank you. So second second episode um let me let it let's just go ahead and get into it so uh this is basically gonna be about don't be a bitch be that bitch you know what i'm saying like lizzo said 100 <laughs> percent. yeah bitch yeah um <laughs> but we obviously need Preach. to no. <laughs> we, need, we need to give a little bit of a background right so we're i'm just we're just gonna have some questions and answers and talk about some stuff and let's get this going so I will ask you first. Okay. Do, oh, I'll go first. You want to go first? You can go first. Okay, cool. I'll go first then. So you ask me if I'm going first. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm in it. I'm. How do you uphold a strong female presence in the workplace without coming across as domineering or, dare we say it, a bitch? That was hard for you. I, I went quiet a little bit. I'll be louder. Don't worry. It's I can okay. say it. I'm going to. It's fine. Editing <laughs> is beautiful. So um, I will say that it's kind of a taboo because being confident in yourself, especially as a woman, it's an amazing thing and it is not easy to find. And sometimes you can be shamed for that because it can be intimidating to people, right? Um, and I think, however, there is a huge difference in being confident and being arrogant. Um, and I think with a lot of the personal development, a lot of the stuff that has come out to kind of help women navigate this concept, things have definitely changed, but even, I don't know, even when I was, you know, 10 years ago, when I was beginning to be a manager, it was, it's, and it's still even today, it's apparent and it's present when you, you know, that struggle of how do I come across as a strong female without being overbearing or not overbearing, but like you said, like domineering. Um, I think that you can exude confidence and be successful without having to outplay or one up or, you know, make moves that because you want to be known as the best sure with an inner <clears throat> innocent heart um behind it it's because you're trying to look like you know what you're doing i mean ultimately yeah. that's what it comes down to right is that you don't want to be the person in the room that everybody's like i wonder how they got here <laughs> yeah and i think so i do think there are some um industries where being more aggressive is necessary but i also think that sometimes people take that a little too far and you know like who i mean in the end if you're if you're if you're someone who is trying to build your success on other people's fail not failures but um flaw, not, i don't want to say flaws mishaps yeah. i think 
by highlighting other people's errors like that's not how you want to that's not what you want to be known for like you don't want right. to be known like on the outside it looks it looks pretty and it i'm looks a trainer great. i definitely don't want to be known for someone who highlights other people's errors. no that would be you would be really bad at your job um i probably but, wouldn't have my job and we'll obviously get into this because we have a few more, you know, topics on this. But I don't know. I just I think that in order to come in and be able to have that strong female presence without people immediately thinking like, oh, she's just being a bitch is you have to be confident. You have to be a team player. You have to earn earn the respect. Don't think that just because you're coming in, no matter what, with whatever degree you may have or certifications you may have, you're coming into this place. You need to earn that respect. You need to do the work. You need to show up. You need to voice your expectations and hold people accountable, but you can still do all of those things and be empathetic in my opinion, from what I've experienced. All right. So now I'm going to ask you, Becca, in your opinion, how how do you uphold a strong female presence in the workplace, in business, without coming across that way? Like how in your mind, from what? I think that your point about confidence is really important. I think confidence is important. But for me, um, and what I think did the change, because as I said, y'all, this really is a very personal topic for me. And we'll talk more about that in the next question. But um <laughs> Um, I think that while confidence is very important, that clear communication is the strength that I think a lot of women have by default that we don't use to our full potential in the workplace. And if you use the power and the tool of communication effectively and you communicate concisely and with you know no ambiguity across it, it enables you to be very powerful on the back end because you don't have to be a strong arming, aggressive leader um, <clears throat> if you set clear boundaries because then there's an expectation in place. And if you're setting expectations and you're communicating those expectations, there's no misinterpretation that can happen. And yeah. I think that a lot of workplace conflict, a lot of conflict, you know, between genders in the workplace even often comes about because we don't communicate in the same way. Yeah. Um, and I, I do that, you know, and that's not true to all men and I don't want to take that away from it, but I do think that communication is really a power that women often have just inside of them. We are over communicators. It's kind of the joke that we have about us is that we want to talk. Um, we want to talk to our <clears throat> spouses. We want to talk to our colleagues. We want to talk to our bosses, um, and we should want to talk to the people who work for us and with us. Um, and if we can have those conversations in a way that people understand what we want and what we need and what the end result is supposed to be, then if they don't reach those expectations, you can just have an open and honest communication about where you have to go from here. And then there's no... Um, you know, I was taken advantage of, or God, she just did this and, and stabbed me in the back because you go about it in such a way that there is no confusion. Um, and I think that's really powerful. And I think that's especially powerful um, for women 
because a lot of times, unfortunately, we are the more emotional sex, and mm, that's. I was waiting for. I was literally just thinking about the emotional <laughs> aspect of and communication, how, just, <laughs> just in, in general. general. Yeah, like because me, like I'm a very. I feel like I do a good job as you know being a leader and being female and balancing things and balancing personal and business relationships. Like that is one thing that I feel like I've done very well. Um, but you still have those moments where like, if I get super angry, I cry. Like, it's just something that I do Me like too. real, like, and I think I know so many women who do that. And like, Me too. so much. It's just like you still that because then it's like, well, I don't want people to see me cry because it's a weakness, but it's like, no, I'm crying because I can't punch you in the face right now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was literally waiting, like, as you said that the emotional aspect is. Well, and I think that that can be merited. Like, I don't, I don't want to take that away. I, I do think a lot of times women are more emotional. I'm not embarrassed by that no. in any way, I guess. Um, because I think that life is emotional sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And I don't like crying in front of strangers or work colleagues, but I, I tend to err on the side of it's okay if you do. Um, but that's my personal mindset. But on the other side of that, I think that clear communication takes away the power behind saying she's emotional. Yeah. Because I made this very clear to you. There should be no misunderstanding. Yeah. And then you're not saying, oh, well, she was just she was just having one of those days and that's why she overreacted. Like, no, you have to reach these expectations. Um, but I think it also is a way to actually make people who work with you and for you be better because you communicate better. And that takes away from a whole lot of need of being that power figure anyway. But. You know, yeah. that's a personal philosophy. <laughs> no, I completely agree. I think communication is extremely important. Confidence, communication. All right. So now that we've kind of talked about, a, well, we've talked. Anyway, I'm going to start over. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So now that we've kind of touched on that and given you an idea of where we're headed, we are going to move on to the next thing. And I'm going to ask Becca, what is, it can be one situation. It can be an overall, um, where either you were the bitch or you were the one getting bitched at. Let's reflect on that. <laughs> this it's is what so you've been waiting for, by choose. the way. So the thing um, she keeps referencing, this is like the question that she was like, okie dokie. <laughs> um, and it's hard. There's actually two things that come to mind and it's reverse roles. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share both of them because I think it's important to understand where I did my flip-flop. So I got a management role right out of grad school that put me in charge of a number of very confident, capable, hardworking people. And me being educated, but... Um, not experienced in management tried to come in with an iron fist and I was like they're gonna be scared of me and I don't know why I thought that was gonna be like a good thing to have people 
be scared of me. It sounded like a really good idea. And I laugh because looking back on it, it's like, why in the world would you want to be a leader who everyone is scared of? That's super weird. Um, but at, you know, 25, I just didn't know better. And I, I rolled with it. Um, and I, you know, I really did. I, I ruled with an iron fist. I went job site to job site with my list, just checking things off. And I would go straight to the CEO and solve these problems and deal with them head on, which sounds absurd, right? Because how would going to the CEO about a property level problem make any sense at all? But at the time, that was where my power lay. (laughs) And um, so I did all of those things. And ultimately, what ended up happening was I, I held this like weird competitive grudge against my colleague who now we're very close and is like the reason that I maintained mental stability when we had a really rough year. Um, but at first we were really competitive and argumentative with each other, but he knew already how to be a leader and, had the team on his side which makes him very powerful in comparison (laughs) to the girl everyone hates and so ultimately (laughs) long story short i and it obviously is months and and a whole bunch of events in between this there was a revolution and all of the really amazing capable powerful people that were in these amazing roles pretty much were like she pisses me off and I don't want to listen to her anymore. Um, and also like made me and the other leader talk out what was going on with us because it pitted them against both of us, which I'm sure was awful for them. Um, and we just had, it ended up that my colleague and I had to have a very real conversation. Essentially, I was going to be the one that lost my job. I was the least experienced of all the people (laughs) in the room. Why? Still coming in hot though. (laughs) Like that is one thing. Confident. Confident. confident, But, but arrogant. arrogant. And that's the problem, right? (laughs) That's weird that you knew that. Um, It's not weird. Anyway, I am very grateful for the colleague that I had at the time and frankly the people who were working and I don't even want to say for us they were working with us um that were mature enough to be like we just need to solve this problem and didn't let it fully blow up further in my face and I feel like it it led to me wasting less time going about things that way um on the other side And this is like a weird story to tell Um, because when you're in it, you're like, how did that happen? That didn't really happen. And when I tell people, their faces are like, do I know this story? That didn't happen. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still going to probably make the face. So, and I, I, everyone shall remain nameless in this. It will be girl one. Um, But I had a leader who. One thing too. Yeah, (laughs) was going through some some personal stuff. And I I don't want to take that away from her, but she was going through some personal stuff and it it changed a lot of the landscape of what was going on in the business and in our lives and in all the things, which 
um, is hard. And I, I hate that what came out of it came out of it because I'm sure that life at the moment made things worse. But there was a business situation that came up and it put us in a very comfortable situation between the two of us. Um, especially considering she was a leader. Not that that's a bad thing. I don't, I don't mind the comfortability there, but we were very close. Um, and things were shifting and changing and important meetings were happening. And this very important meeting happened that I was not asked to attend, but the other individuals were, and it was during a merging of a company, um, or of two companies. So, I could like lose my job or not lose my job and anxieties were very high and there was some stuff going on in the background with payroll and um, it was extremely stressful um, to say the least. But I was once taken into a room and just told all of the reasons that I should not be stressed out, but in fact should be basically grateful that people would go to these meetings for me. And and mind you, I want you to know that on the back end, all of my assumptions were 100% right. But it ended up being a 45-minute um, conversation where a team of people were brought into my life and private conversations and all of these things that I had told my boss that was also my friend um, – but it turned out to be very emotional um, and really changed how I viewed leadership and organizational boundaries and also just how I wanted to lead. And I don't mean that in a way I by no means hate that individual. I, I think she's great. I think she's her own person. And she honestly gave me a lot of opportunities and a point in my life that I may not have had them. So it was a crazy time and a crazy situation. But I also did learn I took from that a, a way of like, I would never be a bully in that way. Mm -hmm. um, I would never yeah. pull someone into a room with a team of people to talk about a personal um, conversation, like it felt very accusatory, and it felt very personal all at the same time of it being under the shadow of a business meeting from your leader. like and, and that was part of the way that she led. Good, bad, or indifferent, part of the way that she led was by asserting her power in that way, right? So for me, I knew leaving that day, I, that's not how I would want to lead. Um, and so I took away from it that I, I wouldn't. Um, I would never make somebody feel that way. And whether or not that means I have to walk away from certain situations in business or that that would mean that I would have to exit out, that would be okay because that's I wouldn't be in that scenario ever again. Yeah, that was that was a moment for you that was a never going back kind of thing. Never going back. A team of people in a room having a totally personal conversation, but saying everything in your personal life is the reason that you feel like your business life is failing. <laughs> Which, that was a hard left moment for you, right? Like, that was a moment where you were like, mm, skirt, 
and you were like, nope, not gonna. Well, and I should preface that she was the leader that I emulated first, right? That a lot of the reason oh, that I went yeah, into those properties sure. feeling like I'm get, they're going to fear me was because that was her leadership style. And I don't mean that to be mean at all. Um, again, I working in that capacity, the way that I work taught me so much. I learned so many lessons and I'm a much better employee and leader and colleague and all of those things today because of that um, period of time. But she was more of the old school female lead, that typical, I'm going to be the one that has the last word, and that's what it is. Um, and that was just the day that I decided that wouldn't be me. You have the choice as to what type of leader you want to be, as to what type of person you want to be, you have that choice. You can either, you know, and I think finding what works best for you, but I think that you and I are in the same, that in the same sense that we were like, no, that's not like, I don't want, I don't want my people to fear me. I don't want my people to, I want people to respect me, but I also want them to know that like, I'm right there with you, like doing the things that you're doing. So I think there are two approaches. Okay. Now, we I know that was really long, but I wanted you guys to know that I transformed from my mean little caterpillar to a very friendly butterfly in the workplace. <laughs> so, and I needed those two big stories because they really are what changed me. Um, so now that we got through me, Kate, yeah, what is your situation? Well, and I want to say too about yours. <laughs> <laughs> it needed more um, and because it wasn't long enough no I think it's really really important to relay the message that you can change oh and that it's so good it's evolution so good. let's you do this change. thing like, don't be a is, platypus but you can like that's the beauty of this is you can I mean you can go for 10 years being a certain way and you can change like you have you have the opportunity to change. So if what you're doing isn't working, then maybe that's when you need to take a moment to be like, hmm, maybe I need to change some things. Um, but no, I just wanted to highlight that because I think that like I, I got a taste of you <laughs> when you were the other one. And <laughs> I oh, still man. liked you a lot. But I was like, I don't think I can be friends with she her. She was my boss, too. I was her boss. And I was like, mm, this one, she's going to be a hard worker, but we ain't going to get personal. And it's just, and I was a really hard worker, but I was still, a very yeah. difficult employee. <laughs> I don't think you, I don't, I wouldn't say you were difficult. I would say that you just knew what you were going to do and you knew how to do the job. So I didn't say, have anything to say about it. I was just like, okay she's gonna do the job I don't have to worry about her like why and and bonus she's gonna tell everybody else what to do when I'm not there <laughs> true that so it was like a bonus manager but not a manager an assistant to the assistant manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're Dwight oh Clay would be so proud I'm yeah. Dwight yeah you are he unofficial um, I was aggressive yeah. like Dwight too yeah but yeah I mean <laughs> knowing knowing both versions I just I have to give you props because it oh, takes that's stellar. It takes a lot to be like, hmm, I was an asshole. So, oh yeah, it it's hard like for that's me huge. To admit it. Yeah. And to admit it, and to and even like in some cases, if there's people that you've affected, you know, going back to those people in a pot, like it's it is hard. But I think that takes some serious courage to be able to 
So yeah, props to you, girlfriend. Oh, thanks, homie. Um, There's so, some people that I'd prefer to just not run into, but uh, well, I so. guess if we do run into each other, I will apologize because I'm that person now. But I want you to know <laughs> that I would prefer if we just never see each other again. And if it's if it's that way for you, it's probably that way for them. Um, I'm sure it is, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> All right. So you asked me. Yes. Same question one situation where i was either the bitch or getting bitched at right so reflect i've I've had a lot of instances (laughs) of being bitched at and i think that what i want to touch on is not necessarily those specific situations but where I was at, at what point in my career and when I made the shift from allowing it and not allowing it. I want to touch on the concept like, yes, I have encountered a lot of there have been a lot of instances with women in positions of power who have acted more aggressive, nasty, manipulating and like sometimes just mean, right? Manipulating. And manipulating. Um and just sometimes just being mean. And I think sometimes it's like the ones with like more of a twisted sense of humor, you have to like reel them back in like, whoa, homie, <laughs> like you're funny, but kind of messed up. Um, but I do think that a lot of times and, and I've experienced personally a lot of women who acted that way because they thought that's just how I'm going to get my way. And that's how nobody nobody will question me. Nobody because nobody wants to mess with you. They don't want to argue. They don't want they don't want to deal with the I can drama. Tell you that was my old leader. She yeah, just like just uh, she wanted wanna, to win and thought that's you, how she would do it. Yeah, and and and, and it works, but it doesn't. It, in my opinion, it's not. There's no longevity in that kind of thing. I got my first job when I was 15, um, and I had a f- my first manager was a female. I, we had two managers. There was a female and there was a male, and definitely, we <laughs> used to say that she acted more like a male because she was very aggressive very Uh, in your face it took me a minute but yeah yeah very no I was 15 you don't know about this oh not this one yeah Uh, okay no but I know you're talking about um but (laughs) she acted kind of more like a male and then the male manager acted kind of more like the female like the stereotypes I'm saying like please don't get me wrong um but he was very like effeminate okay like how are you doing today nurturing nurturing yeah very nurturing (laughs) very like just present as I escalated it uh you did (laughs) Um, and so it was like, that was something that we kind of used to joke about. And I think for me, I, because I was young and I was, it was my very first job. I just remember the way that she acted. And I remember it's like you said, I was like, man, if I was ever a boss one day, and this was before I like believed in myself y'all. So like I had, I wanted to be a forensic scientist at this point. And I was like, I'm just going to work in a lab and not have to talk to anybody ever. Um, and so I was like, what if I was ever a boss one day, I don't. I don't want to be that type of boss. I didn't want to be that type of like presence where like when you walk out of the room, all of your staff starts talking about you and, and just like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't want to be, I wanted to be the person that when you leave a room, people are like, I'm so glad she's my leader. I'm so glad that she's on my team. I'm so glad that she has my back. Like that is what I wanted to do. But up until I was, until I graduated college and I got my first like management job and started my career, I always just kept my mouth shut. Like always, I would just never like I would just let people talk to me like shit. And I would I just kept my mouth shut like it was okay. And I remember 
Um, in college, I had a job where I had a manager who she had the same kind of thing. She just was very aggressive and um, she treated the guy workers better than she treated the females like she was just like super rude to us and i don't know it was really weird um and i just remember it was another instance as i was like no i am not that's just not going to be me so you know when first starting out like i said i was very keep your mouth shut don't say anything don't talk back just let it roll and i will say when i got into the management world and i was very not walking on eggshells, but I was definitely treading lightly when I first got in because I didn't want to come off as a bitch. I didn't. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm just going to, um, you know, just going to kind of put my toe in the soft. water. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you was soft. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was soft. You took the opposite approach. <laughs> I did. I took the opposite approach because I didn't want people to think that of me. Right. And I just had this like realization one day that I was like, no this is not how this is going to be like I cannot because I was seeing other females coming up who were just acting like jerks and people would just do what they said because they didn't want to deal with it and so finally I turned my I had that was my like my little turn is I was like no I'm not going to do this instead I am going to be assertive I'm going to be strong I'm going to be confident but I'm also going to be empathetic I'm going to be compassionate I'm going to be caring and I'm going to be the leader that people look at and they say I am so glad that you are right beside me doing this with me. And also, like, I wanted to help make sure that I developed, because I had plenty of other female managers that work for me, that I was like, I do not want them to grow into their careers thinking that they have to be a jerk to get to get what they should get, right? Like, I want them to know that you can still be successful without being aggressive in an arrogant way. Like you don't have to be like that. And so I would pull, I remember multiple instances where I would pull them aside and I'm like, I understand what you're feeling right now, but you need to check yourself because this is not good. This is not okay. And you cannot, absolutely not like take a deep breath and take some steps back. Um, And in turn, I've had, they've thanked me for, not letting them like, you know, fly off the handle, do something that might hurt their career. Um, and so I just, I think it's important that you, to know like the whole change thing, like you can change. Yeah. Like I used to accept it and now I'm like, nah, you can, you don't, mm-mm, don't come at me like that because I'll pull you aside until you need to check yourself or somebody else one day will and it will not feel good. Yeah. And I think that's important too. I do. Um, so following up of that can you be successful without being aggressive oh for sure um i think you can be successful without being aggressive but you also need to be able to stand your ground you it's a really it's it's not an easy thing to do it's really not because you're already assumed that because you're a female you're going to be tested because people are going to think that you're weaker, that you're like all the things we talked about, that you're emotional, that, you know, you don't, a lot of times people look at you and they're like, oh, she doesn't really know what she's doing. And it's sad because here we are in 2021 and people still look at a woman versus a man. And there's that like automatic assumption that she won't be able to do the job as well. Now I will say there's a lot of amazing women empowerment going on right now that there are women who are like, "Mm -mm." like you look at them and you're like, nah, I'm not going to mess with her. But I just, I think that it's really important to know that like you are going to be tested. That's going to happen. But the way that you respond, it does not have to be, you don't have to be a bitch about it. Like you can, you can say, this is what I expect of you. 
but whatever you need, I'm going to make sure that I help you be successful. You can find the good medium. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. But, but yeah, I just, I think that you don't have to let the assumption that because you're a female that it makes you any less like you don't need to, that doesn't have to shape you for your future. And I think that's really important to know. Um, and you can find that, like I said, you can find that happy medium. If you want something, go out and get it, but don't risk your relationships and your reputation along the way because you do, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. So 100% you can be successful without being aggressive in an arrogant way. You can still be aggressive and you can still get what you want and you can still put your foot down and you can still set your expectations and set your boundaries, but you can do them in a way that's like, I'm doing this because I care about not just my success, but as a leader, I care about the success of my people. Well, and I think also it's important to recognize that some people are just naturally more aggressive. Like, I think naturally you're just more aggressive than yeah. a lot of, like, like I am not a naturally aggressive person. <laughs> and that is why the weird, insecure falsehoods that I was going to manage with an iron fist felt as fake as it was <laughs> yeah and that's why it didn't work and that's why you aren't like that anymore right and I I think that's the difference is that 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 approach in general wouldn't work for someone like me but that's what you're saying is like you turned your which is funny that we started with opposite approaches right? based on I who know. we are as people yeah. but I think your change really had to be in who you are. You're very competitive. You're very, I mean, that's just who you are. Um, so in business, it's also who you are and there's not, that's not bad, but I also think there's a way to, you channeled that into, um, <clears throat> motivating other people. Like you challenged your, aggression and and all of that kind of that need <clears throat> those are my outlets yeah into making it better um and i think that's that's powerful and checking people is important that's a that's a very important aspect of managing them because well and i'm, I'm also like i was coming at it from a point like i'm not i'm i'm trying to help you you just you don't have to act like that you don't you don't because then nobody likes you and then nobody wants to work for you or with you or they have a revolution or they or say they we revolt. will not work for you or they revolt and <laughs> I hope at least one of them listens to this podcast because they will <laughs> laugh be so like, hard yeah. and be like no, for sure cute. no we were we were gonna just overthrow the entire <laughs> management group and be like we're not gonna work until she goes I I know that was the next step it was <laughs> until you get rid of her we're not doing anything. And so, I don't even hate y'all for it. No, I actually appreciate each and every one of them because they taught me how to be a better leader. And it came for a circle. One day they, the one who probably hated me the most was like, Becca would do anything for you. And I overheard it and I peeked my head in and I was like, ah, two years ago, he never would have said that. So how about you? What are your thoughts? Obviously, you know, we're, we have a... A theme going here but can you still be successful without being I guess aggressive probably isn't the right word arrogant is probably the better word yes I think and, and for Aggressively me and arrogant. for personalities like me that are maybe the less competitive natural like and it's not that I'm competitive I want to be great and I want to be the best at things um 
but I, I am naturally not like, I can't go into sales cause it hurts my feelings. Like I just, can't. <laughs> when people tell me, no, I'm like, that's overwhelming. And I'm sorry. I really need people to like me. It's not a career path for me. <laughs> um, but I think that it's important to remember the power in silence and moving in silence. Um, you know, instead of berating somebody in front of their peers, maybe you um, say, excuse me, will you walk over here with me? And you leave a meeting in front of their peers and take them aside and have that conversation. Um, there's a lot more power in that. That's that's a much more respectful way to go about it and still make a powerful statement. Yeah. Um, we are going to move on to the last question. Last question. Last question. So what is a tip or two or whatever that you can give someone trying to build their career, business, experience any sort of growth and are struggling to find their balance between standing strong and having compassion. Um, I, my, my tip or trick would be that when you're approaching situations, networking and business and, and growing your business, whatever that may be, um, that part of what you consider is that, um, if we encourage the people around us and we share our strengths and we help other people grow and we bring them through the process. And part of that process is feedback, but part of that process is praise. And part of that process is connecting with them on a personal level. And this process of leadership is much bigger than just reprimanding people when they're bad, yeah, yeah, um, that I think you can build whatever it is that you want to build because that's Positive just a mindset, right? But that's that's, and I mean that in that that's not just reprimanding as a leader the people who work under you, but if you're growing a business, it's, if every time you make a mistake, it's the end of your business. Mm -hmm. That's gonna end your business. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to lose weight and every time you eat candy, it's the end of losing weight. Well, then you're never going to lose weight, right? It's a process. It's, it's all a piece of that. I so I had a ton of candy last night. So um, that, that hits hard what you just said right there. <laughs> well, I guess that means that my advice is that it's all a piece of a bigger puzzle. And if we can help the people around us yes. grow, um, and if we accept the mistakes as areas of opportunity, then there we go. There by the is. way, I was show number two. It. If we accept the failures in any capacity as areas of opportunity, that it, it will lead to future success for you, for the other people. Yeah. And as your people underneath you grow, it only opens opportunity for you. You want somebody who can do your job as well as you can. Because otherwise, they can't promote you to a better job. Yeah. So I I say it's a it's all a balance and it's a piece of it and remembering that will help it move forward. So well, and you're not gonna go from you're not gonna go straight to the top right away. And I think and like there you said, is it's a puzzle like one day one step yes at a time is really important. And there is value in the slow roll. Oh, 100%. There's a lot, I mean, that's, that's how you build consistent habits and that's how you grow and evolve is instead of bouncing around all over the place, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm learning on what I've already experienced because I want tomorrow to be better. 
Yeah, and then I'll shift and change and grow. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my God. All right, Kate, same question. What's your tip? So what is a tip that I can give someone trying to build their career, just anything, trying to grow in general, be successful, and you're you're having a hard time with that balance between standing strong, you know, fighting for what you believe in, and also being compassionate and making sure that you, you know, you're actually caring about the people that you're leading, right? Because that is, to me, like that, the people have always been my passion. I've always had a passion for helping people. You can be a good person and still be a boss. You can care about people and have boundaries. You can establish really, really good friendships and also respect the business and have really strong business relationships. You can be objective and you at the same time, you can also have empathy. So you can you can come at a situation looking at the facts, but also take in the human factor. Um, And that's something that I feel like I do really well. But you can be a boss ass female in power and still have a heart, y'all. Like being understanding and honest, open communication, being fair, um, and just sticking to your morals, your values, and your standards, not backing down, making sure that at the end of the day, the decisions that you are making are decisions that no matter what happens, you will be proud of. Whether it's a day, a year, five years, 10 years from now, you're going to look back and say, no, it was a hard decision, but I made the right decision. So that's basically my thing is like, you can, you can still be that boss and still be a really good person and have a heart. And I think sometimes there's a misconception that really successful people don't have that. So I just want to say, we both want to say thank you so much for listening to our second episode. I think that wraps it up. Um, Something that as podcast newbies, we realized after (laughs) posting last week that we failed to provide our contact information. (laughs) So kind of important. Um, if, If you've been listening to our podcast, you probably have visited our website or found us on Instagram. But if not, we wanted to give you our contact info. Um, and also invite you all um, to share any topics that might interest you. Yes, yes, yes. Or if you know anyone that we should interview. So as we plan out this year, I want to make sure yeah. that we at least have one interview a month. That's going to be my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we do this and kind of grow these podcasts, um, we want to know what would be interesting for you all. Our website is rosegoldcoaching.com. You can also email us at speakrosegold at gmail.com, or you can find our daily content on Instagram at speakrosegold. So join us next time. Um, On the next episode, we are going to be talking about preparing yourself for the road less traveled, a.k.a. the hard way, (laughs) and why it's the most rewarding, um, because I think there's a misconception that you know if every I just everything's always going to be hard and it's not always going to be like that so we're going to chat about that preparing for the obstacles that come along the way and how to get over them and yeah very excited about that one as well so thank you again and, and remember, remember to, to live, live rose gold. gold oh thank you so much